The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this episode of the Heat Check, I'm back, baby, and we've got so much to catch up on. This is your post-summer league, post-free agency, NBA catch-up show. Let's get right into it. Do me a favor for, I think, maybe the last episode of my producer Nick Berlansky's Odyssey Heat Check career. Hell yeah, Nick. Drop that motherfucking beat that should be Rihanna. Trail it off now, DJ. Trail it off now, DJ. (laughs) Goodness gracious. It's me! Hey, it's me, Trista. I'm still alive. I know it's the offseason. Do you think I don't know that Brian Windhorst is putting out pods? Like, do you think I don't know that? Do you think I don't know that Zach Lowe has been in August and July putting out podcasts? I do. Uh, But listen, they don't have as much shit going on as I do, I guess. Uh, I want to drop in a little short episode to let you know we ain't going anywhere. Things are still happening. The NBA is still going on. We will be back with our regular schedule as we amp up for the fourth season of the Heat Check, even though I don't like saying seasons of the Heat Check. It's okay, though. Let's do a personal recap. Uh, I was supposed to go to vacation uh, to a bonjour, a Rudy. Uh, bicycle, uh, Tour de France, uh, and then uh, life intervened. So my mom had uh, the house that she lives in had a bunch of uh, drama that went down due to weather-related instances, and now I'm being uh, what we call a good daughter, stepping in and saving the day. We, I've spent the last two weeks uh, being Bobby, uh, Bobby the rebuilder. Uh, building a deck, getting roof set up. I mean, the, the, what's been going on is like just really super, super woman type stuff. Let's catch up though. Um, less about me, more about the league on what's popping around it. Uh, first of all, 
Orlando Magic being uh, trending twice in the same 24-hour span is just a wild situation. First and foremost, John, both political, too. Both politically trending Orlando Magic news, which just occurred to me right now as I said it. First and foremost, Jonathan Isaac uh, is dropping his own shoe with no brand, with a brand name, uh, Judas. Let that sink in deeply. Judas and Jonathan Isaac are um, are in a collab uh, for a signature shoe from a man who's played a combined, I think, like 70 games in the last three seasons. No, a combined, like, that's a lie. That's and that's a lie. And then if you divided that by four, that'd be probably closer to the truth. Two seasons off, I think 20... 11 games? 11 games last year. So that's a combined 11 games in three seasons. Carry the one, divide by three. Uh, quick math, less than four. Somewhere, like, literally on average, has played four games per season in the last three seasons. That's worse than Zion. And uh, apparently his new shoe is meant to be uh, anti-woke. Oh, man. Jonathan Isaac, free thinker, I guess, uh, making sure that he's letting everyone know he stays asleep. Uh, he's not woke in the age of, uh, I don't know, progressiveness in a league that it's, I think, stand good, stands to be a good thing to be awake. It does not surprise me considering that his policy, politics are a lot, a lot. Uh, you can go through social media, see the reaction to my video, but I would just say this. It wasn't it wasn't great. Apparently anyone, though, can get a shoe deal. Even someone who's played like 14, 11 games in three years refused to take a knee in the bubble. Why Why not? I don't know. Refused to take the jab. You always know, by the way, you always know where someone stands on the vaccine by how what they call the vaccine. You know, like anyone who calls it the jab is anti-vaccine. I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, I'm on my third, my third jab. You know, like never, never. That anyone who calls it the jab has refused to take the jab. Anyway, the Orlando Magic less than 24 hours later were trending again for something political. Uh... I discovered, I uncovered that they were the very first team in NBA history to actively donate to a politician in the name of the team. What's the name of the owner of the team? I believe it's uh, Betsy DeVos, a.k.a. the former head of education appointed by, you guessed it, Mr. Orange Man under 15,000 indictments himself. Uh, and you know who they endorsed? Do you think it was uh, was Trump? No, it wasn't, surprisingly. It was our man, uh, Ronald McDonald uh, DeSantis. They donated $50,000, which is chump change to a corrupt billionaire. But, hey, he's the Florida uh, man in charge running for president. So whatever it is, it is. But what I really want to talk about, though, outside of the comments that were incredible, uh, was the fact that probably Jet Howard, Markel Fultz, Anthony Black, Wendell Carter, pretty much any Orlando Magic player, 
probably not super stoked on, given some of Ron DeSantis' comments uh, about black folks in general, how uh, history has depicted them incorrectly, uh, apparently saying that they've benefited in some way from slavery. I don't even care if you like implied that. Because there's lots of people in my mentions, oh, he did not say that exactly. But <laughs> did he imp- like it didn't come from nowhere, did it? Like, it didn't just pop out of the sky where some anti-woke truther or super woke truther was like, you know why we should hate Ron DeSantis? Because he says that black people uh, benefited from slavery. This came from somewhere. Uh, he also is anti-LGBTQ is also getting blown up by Udonis Haslam, has also said that Major League Baseball is the last bastion of meritocracy in sports because they play the game the right way. But basketball, basketball isn't a meritocracy because black folks are like superhuman freaks or something like that. I don't know the exact language. I didn't write it down, but just Google it because I know someone will get mad about this too. Uh, But that's not all, folks. Uh, the trifecta, uh, trifecta of Orlando Magic News a month ago, uh, we reported, we, report's a little strong, we commented on how Paolo Bancaro switched teams for the basketball FIBA World Cup, abandoning Italy for Team USA, and the fact that the Italian coach did not take it well. But Paolo was back in the news again, explaining why he decided to play for Team USC. To Team USA. He said, I'm a little rusty. He said this on his recent podcast To represent your country is bigger than yourself. It was a drawn out process choosing between USA and Italy. I decided this is where I wanted to be. My mother played for Team USA, so it was always a dream of mine. Oh, mamma mia. She's got the gravy. And anyway, his mother, of course, is Ron. I'm terrible today. I'm terrible. Just so much is going wrong, but it's okay. We're going to keep rocking. His mother, of course, is Rhonda Smith Bancaro, who played collegiately at Wazoo and then for Sacramento in the WNBA for the Monarchs, while also suiting up for Team USA. So this is all making perfect sense to me. But also, probably Grant Hill did something shady in order to get him to choose Team USA. It's just like, why lead t- Team Italy on if it's not to be, I don't know, either like some sort of co-intel spy for Team USA to screw Team Italy out of making other decisions or probably got paid to choose Team USA. But the truth of the matter is, we know this, he will never play for Team Italy now. He will, who knows how long he'll play for Team USA, but we know this, he will never suit up for Team Italy. I understand why the Italians are probably mad because you're probably only going so far with Danilo Gallinari and Bargnani and Paolo would have been the perfect center t- piece of a team that would definitely have been a danger team with him on it. But now he's one of us. A man who chooses money over his home country. <laughs> and he's going to be a staple of Team USA going forward even if it means breaking all of Italy's heart in the name of the almighty dollar spoken like a true American. Thank you. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, we haven't talked much about the major layoffs this past month uh, from ESPN. Uh, we talked a little bit about it, but earlier Jalen Rose was let go. He was supposed to be a major player going forward for their NBA content. Jeff Van Gundy got the axe. While I think he was very popular with a lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of people internally. He had been calling games at the Worldwide Leader of Sports for 15 years, calling nearly 100 NBA Finals game. This week, the other shoe, though, dropped shockingly surprisingly, and in a time, timing-wise, didn't quite make sense. Mark Jackson, mama, there goes that clam. He was let go by ESPN, which means that two-thirds of the team on the call of the NBA Finals will now be gone. He had two years left on his contract, which means he's getting the bag to be unemployed. Say what you will about Mark Jackson, he was a staple of it. NBA on ABC and on ESPN. He's a class act, good dude, never done a push-up in his life until he met me, and he had this to say after his surprise firing. I wish greater measures of success to the new ESPN team. May they continue to elevate this game that has given me a home and a life. I leave ESPN with nothing but gratitude. This now leaves only Mike Breen, left standing from the trio, who date all the way back to when Breen called the Knicks on cable. Van Gundy was a Knicks assistant coach, and Jackson was the New York Knicks point guard. Breen, as you might imagine, was very upset and probably very thrown off. It's sad because, this is what he said, it's sad because we really thought we had something special, and that's going to be thought going forward is that we were able to do a lot longer than anyone else ever did. It's something we'll all treasure, but we wish it was just a little longer. You don't expect it because he had two years left on his contract and he survived the first round of layoffs uh, because it was such a great team and to have it completely broken up was a surprise. The new A crew apparently is going to be Breen, Doris Burke, 
and Doc Rivers, who also is Mark Jackson's nemesis, given the fact that Mark J- Jackson was traded away from the New York Knicks, for who? Glenn Rivers. To be discarded twice in your career for the same man has got to be a rough beat, and to be held on the hook, waiting for your demise until that man who ended up supplanting you decides, yeah, maybe I'll take the job while I wait for a new coaching gig, which is what I really want to do, is a rough beat as well. What's next for Mark Jackson? Is it a return to coaching? Maybe. Apparently there is a much bigger offer out there. Is it Amazon? Is it TNT? Is it Apple? No, sir. No, ma'am. It is Cam Soda. Cam Soda, the same company that streams young women, probably men, also playing with themselves on camera, Cam Soda, solo Cam OnlyFans masturbation videos. They want to hire Mark Jackson to do what? Hopefully not play with himself, but no, play by play with herself is like that's what they want to do, doing color commentary on a Brandy Love threesome. The mama there goes that man jokes are endless. Hence, which I stole from someone from TikTok, mama, there goes that clam. Cam Soda is willing to pay him a million dollars a year. It's not chump change, but the, for a man who's strict in his morals and his, his commitment to God, I don't think that a preacher or a pastor like Mark Jackson is going to take the gig. But that's a shame. By the way, is there any way that Doc Rivers was in Mark Jackson's place having been let go of ESPN? He would say no to Cam Soda? Absolutely fucking not. I mean, he's already commenting for Cam Soda right this second if it was Doc Rivers in Mark Jackson's place. Let's move forward. Anyone... And everyone was talking about Jalen Brown's insane max, super max contract until Anthony Davis signed. And now now that's what everybody else is talking about. JB signed five years, $303 million. People lost their minds. I mean, that's a lot of money, but he was up for the extension that the 35% is a 35%. There's really nothing you can do about it. They're not going to let him go. They're not going to trade him. So, I mean, it is what it is. They're pot committed. Time to move off of one or the other. I mean, the ship has sailed at this point. Tatum is now going to be the highest paid player in next summer. Uh, he's going to cost them $318 million, which means there is $621 million.7 uh, lockdown with the two Js for new, nearly two-thirds of a billion dollars is what that is. People then freak out about the Anthony Davis extension, and those people are dumb. Uh, $186 million over three years. Locks him down in L.A. until 2028. $62 million on average. It floored most people because he'll be making $67 million uh, in 2027. Most fans do not realize uh, this. There was no other way to go, folks, because Anthony Davis opts out of his player option or whatever you want to call it because it's something else, and then he signs for five years. 300 and change 
uh, and has even more money locked into the Lakers for even more time. So either they're going to let Anthony Davis walk, which they are not going to do. Why? Because then it would be a barren wasteland when LeBron leaves. Or they lock him in for a much more favorable contract, which is why they did it on day one that he was extension eligible. But guess what? Just wait what people will scream about when Nicola, I love Coca-Cola, and chocolate-covered cheesecakes, uh, Jokic, is eligible to sign a five-year, $404 million max deal worth $81 million a year, which is right around a million dollars a game. We are very close to $100 million a year NBA contract, which I'm sure will be Damian Lillard in the Portland Trailblazer uniform when he has signed till 2037. A fascinating trend is developing right before our eyes. Europe is becoming a big-time destination for some of the NBA's biggest names who are have trouble catching on with the team. Not Asia. What a time. Only guys like Mike James played overseas by choice for right or for wrong. Now, dudes who had a hard time cracking a roster spend the majority of their time in the G League, bouncing around on 10 days. They've always had Europe in their hip pocket. But now, there are legit... Big names heading to Europe. Started with Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker signed a one-year deal with AS Monaco in France. Un bonjour, Kemba. Kemba is, of course, a four-time All-Star. He was a all-NBA caliber talent. He was a max guy for Charlotte. One of the more recognizable players in the in the league for his incredible UConn March Madness performance. I'm sure he's got game left in him. I'm sure he's got some menis guy left in his knees. Uh, but the fact is, he didn't want to wait around for a late offer from an NBA team, and that is very telling. He is going to be fi- followed to Europe by, drumroll please, John fucking Wall. Yes, rumors have connected the five-time NBA All-Star to Olympia Milano, although he's denying it vehemently because he probably wants to keep the NBA now in his hip pocket. Makes a lot of sense. Third, the number two pick in the 2014 draft, Jabari Parker, who is still just 28, by the way, is signing with FC Barcelona to replace Nikola Miritich. He joins Derek Williams, the number two pick in 2011, big-time bust out of Arizona, who's been in Europe a half a decade in Greece. Good for him. Greece is tremendous. There are now currently 24 first-round NBA picks playing in the EuroLeague right now and twice as many second-rounders. This will be a trend that continues as the EuroLeague grows. Much to keep our eye on as we look to the NBA season. So by now, everyone who has Twitter or X uh, in the NBA space knows that the USA FIBA World Cup team who is headlined by Paolo, Ant Edwards, Jalen Brunson, that's going to be playing in a couple of weeks, just scrimmaged the B team, actually the C team, which is called the USA Select Team, made up by guys 23 and under, just got their asses handed to them in two scrimmages. Why? Why did our U.S. World Cup team get nuked, get absolutely Oppenheimered out there on the hardwood? 
one one player. His name, Cade fucking coming, 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 Cunningham. <laughs> I don't even care if that doesn't get edited out. Apparently, Cade's very salty uh, that he didn't make the FIBA World Cup team, even though he played like 11 games last year because he broke his leg or did something with his leg and took it out big time on them in the first two scrimmages where they decided to play him like Luka Doncic. Multiple reports said Cunningham was the best player on the floor, and it was not close. One reporter described him as unstoppable and said the following. What really stood out was Cade's extra strength. He's like 240, 6'7", on the floor. Uh, Not only he looked bigger, but he was able to hold off some of the world's best defenders while keeping possession of the ball, something that was a problem in his rookie season and led to a lot of turnovers. Like I said, it was being reported that he was used in a Luka role, and that has been his comp before he ended up in the draft and ended up in Detroit. If Detroit is smart, and there is small amounts of evidence that they are not given the fact that they picked up James Wiseman when they have Jalen Duren, and they have a plethora of other centers on the team that they've paid, like Isaiah Stewart. But I digress. If they are smart-ish, they will continue to use Cade Cunningham like Luka in the near future. We will do a whole show on the FIBA World Cup in a couple of weeks, but for now, I am all in on watching Team Select. Quick little show note. My producer for this season, Nick Berlansky, has been poached. He is getting the bag to go somewhere else. I will not say where he is going, uh, but he is leaving Odyssey. He will be moving on to bigger and brighter things, as per deserved. Nick has been incredible. He is always doing extra. He is always responsive. He is always communicative. He's one of the better editors that I've ever been around. Smart, funny, engaging, and I am proud to have worked with him. Uh, Nick, God bless you. I'm very sad to have lost you. This is, I think, probably one of our last episodes, if not the last episodes. I know you're going to kill it. Uh, big shout out to you. Many thanks to Nick. Happy voyages. You will be missed. Drop that motherfucking beat one last time for the people, Nick. And that is all the time that we have for the heat check. Come back Friday for a new podcast live from Portland. Check out the feed. Doesn't matter if you write it after the fact. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini episodes, which drop unexpectedly uh, throughout the day, throughout the week. I think we have a special guest coming sometime this week. And do not forget to download, subscribe, and tell your friends. Every single one of them. Follow us on social at this heat check and at Trista Crick on TikTok. We will see you next time.